Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. Joining us on that weekend feeling today, Eastern Province Rugby CEO Tando Manana. He's part of a delegation of South African sport industry leaders who are heading off to the USA next month. San Francisco, in fact. Tando, good morning. Tell us all about this trip. What's it about? Uh, good morning, Darren, and also to your listeners. I think for me, you know, when I read through what we're about to sort of go through, was quite exciting, uh, first and foremost. It talked exactly in terms of the administration that I so uh, wish to, you know, to sort of have as part of uh, my uh, leadership uh, acumen, but also most important, just uh, assisting me in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of the executive uh, requirements of a sports administrator. So, you know, the the high level uh, leadership course uh, that's been put together between University of San Francisco, as well as University of Pretoria via Gibbs, as well as Supersport, uh, you know, started off uh, back in, in October. And uh, we sort of have been having block uh, studying since November as well. So I think uh, this immersion that we are taking is uh, taking place after seven uh, block classes uh, that would normally happen once every month for a week uh, where we all gather, we leave our workplace and just go back behind the class and listen to the various professors, uh, various doctors and various uh, lecturers uh, who have just been mainly talking about South African uh, administration, sport uh, throughout. So it's been quite a journey, uh, you know, and every time I was looking forward or I look forward to going to those uh, to those block bookings because we learn everything, you know, be it finance, be it be transformation, uh, you know, mm. uh, be it, uh, you know, governance, uh, sure. be, be it about ethical leadership. And, uh, and one of the major things that I will always take out from our first week uh, of block one was when the CEO of, uh, of uh, Supersport, Mark Jury, said one thing, he said, he wants this course and he'd love this course to be very much a constructive, without fear or favor, but one that is actually, we are brutally honest with one another so that sport in this country can remain what it is now and into the future. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, and I'm, I'm blessed to have been part of this group of people and we've shared so many things and so many ideas, but also I think, uh, Darren, uh, just to hear other sporting codes uh, you know, also their difficulties, also their hardships, but most importantly, always their end results and also the results at the end from their sporting coach. Now, I see among the group with you, Dr. Edward Kutsir, the Shark CEO, Jessica Motuang from Kaiser Chiefs, Marissa Langeni from SA Hockey, Voletsi Moseki, Cricket South Africa, and Edgar Ratburn from the Bulls, amongst others. So you're in uh, fine company there. Can I ask you, just to cast back your mind to when you were appointed to the CEO job of Eastern Province Rugby, what your feelings were then versus what they are now? Is the job bigger than you anticipated or pretty much what you thought it would be? Look, um, you know, coming coming in 2019, uh, obviously I'd been involved with Matibas as the president of the Matibas Rugby Club. So in terms of, you know, that structure was not an easy decision uh, to make because, uh, you know, the, the club was doing so well under my leadership and uh, putting systems in place. I mean, we had played a final just a couple of months, you know, before my appointment. We were already planning post 
you know, the the, the the hard loss that we suffered against CPUT at home in front of 8,000 people, but they already, it was for my duty to lift them up and tell them, look, it's not our day, but definitely in the years coming, Matibas can look forward to, you know, promotion and all those things. And then the call came that, look, uh, we looking again at your... At the interviews already, you know, I had forgotten about Eastern Province at that stage because, I mean, it was a couple of months after I had interviews and nothing was said then. So when the call came that uh, I've got the job 1st of July, I would start 2019, uh, you know, little did I know I'll be coming in an organization that one uh, hadn't had a GM or a CEO for the longest time uh, since the new executive took over. But I think what's also important is in terms of just someone heading operation uh, was was not uh, something that was was there so obviously starting not from afresh because there were already people that had been part of the organization so the organization was 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 did not have any leader and uh, i had to you know to make sure that i bring everyone on board in terms of my vision uh, and also how i treat people and i treat people with, uh, very fairly and i treat each and everyone as human beings uh, first and foremost but most importantly, you know, just motivating them within their task uh, from the workplace. So since 2019, I've been at the helm. Uh, it's never been easy, uh, but I've faced it all. And I, I feel, you know, whatever happens, I've left my mark. And I always say that history will judge uh, once uh, work wherever he is. And currently, you know, the I'm reaping the, the fruits. Uh, that I planted in 20, 2019. If you look, uh, 2019 just came in, part of Sareo. Two years later, I was an executive member in the CEO's Forum of South African Rugby. And uh, currently now I'm the chairman. So, you know, they, those have all been the hard work that I've had to, in between, uh, you know, work around. Um, and all, obviously, I think many people don't realize that we, we, we need mentors as young leaders. Mm. So there are people that I look up to, there are people I consult that have been there in the game, who may no longer maybe be part of South African rugby, but I still call on them in terms of their wisdom if I am to make any critical decisions within an operational type of, uh, of a level. But also what's important is I've stayed away from the governance issue and I've concentrated on the operational and knowing what I need to do for the organization to be able to work. In 2019, we had five contracted players. In 2022, there's 33 players that are contracted as semi-professional players. So it just tells you of how far you know this union has come. Uh, we've started off well in terms of this campaign. And also, I think we've had uh, pretty much, uh, you know, good players that we've unearthed. I mean, we once again resurrected the career of a guy called Ini Khadebe, who I went personally to Johannesburg to go and look for him and gave him an opportunity. He's now back at the Sharks playing Premier Curry Cup. Uh, who knows, had I not taken that step of going to Joburg and looking for Ini, if he'd still be playing rugby. You look at a player like Chris Honest, who I knew from Matibas, you know, once the Kings were liquidated, I went and approached him in East London to come and join us. A few months later, he was signed by the Griquas. He's also part of the Lions UCR squad, in essence. So those are some of the things that I always go back and look and say, this is what I've been doing. Kick that box. Make sure you get the other players. A player like Lungisa, Anele Lungisa, 
you know, he was part of my squad, came to my office, said, listen, there's an opportunity to go to Pumas. I said, listen, go, my man. The sky is the limit. That's what I do. I don't want to hold people back from from progressing. But I know that this is a region that's full of talent. We just have to be tolerant with one another if we want to have the same goal of being achievers again. Tanda, you've mentioned a few players you've unearthed and they've gone off elsewhere. What is the challenge facing us in Eastern Province, in your opinion, that prevents us from unearthing those players and then keeping them? The, the major thing is we, I would love to have, uh, you know, in, investors' confidence. Uh, I would love to know that, you know, people can put money at Eastern Province and know their money is safe. And also, you know, be part of of that change. Uh, be part of uh, of them, you know, plowing in and making sure that we are able to look after these players. There's a lot of players, and rightfully so, you know, to keep them. It's not only for six months because they get enticed by a twelve month or a two year contract. Immediately takes you out of the whole picture because you're only offering for six months. Doesn't matter the amount of money that you offer. But I think also what is very, very important is if you are to get business, you know, you need them back in in, 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 in sport, investing in sport, putting, you know, uh, money into sport, monitoring, uh, you know, uh, their investment within that. That is yeah, it's there. It's a matter of now EP uh, continuously showing and proving that, yes, we can do this. Uh, but most importantly, I think, Darren, which is very important, is that, you know, the confidence of the player, the union, business or investor, it needs to be in sync as one, where if one looks at the person putting in the money and the person responsible for acquiring talent, but also we need to look after that talent uh, holistically, that needs to be uh, one. I think now we sort of, they are there, but also we are saying to investors, here's Eastern Province, here's an opportunity. We want to do well. You know, we've thankfully we've got also the one of our stakeholders, the municipality, who've also come in and supported us. We're now going back to the stadium. It hasn't been easy. EP hasn't played at the stadium since 2014. So I've been able to, you know, to, to make sure those relationships are uh, woken up, uh, put on the table, re, you know, revisited, and now Eastern Province will, for the first time after six, seven years, play at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, which they should have, and rightfully so, it belongs to them because they are part of of the city. They do the metro pretty well uh, in terms of uh, you know participating in all the provincial competitions. So one is quite happy with that. Uh, those are some of the issues, uh, and you rightly so that uh, you know what can we do? We can do so much. We've got the better schools. Uh, we've got uh, a better rugby culture. You know, we've got an abundance of talent. You know, there's a conveyor belt across the eastern province in all the eight sub-unions that one has to look and make sure that we give them those opportunities. And predominantly, if you look at our team, our team is predominantly eastern province boys. So they've bought into what I want as, as, as the head of operation, as the head of the union. And I've made sure that you know, we get guys like Toy Banda back. We're able to get Stefan Willems, who had been out of rugby for six, seven, eight months, uh, you know, to come back, consider play, and is one of, you know, uh, our main star uh, or sort of uh, main go-to people or persons within the team uh, for Eastern Province going forward. So those are the things that we want. We want the buyback first from the players, from the school structures, from the clubs, investor confidence coming back in. And then 
you'll make sure that you you get those players, you get a couple of players outside, and then who knows? Eastern Province can really be something to you know to to be proud of again. Uh, I am proud of of the achievements that it's done uh, to dust itself off from all the bad publicity that they've been getting. But also, what's important is we remain true, uh, you know, to to making the black and red loop proud again. Fantastic. Let's take a look at the performances so far this season. This weekend sees the Eastern Province Elephants away to Borland in series. They got off to a good start with a win over Southwestern Districts. Your thoughts on the team and your expectations for the rest of the season, uh, Tando? Yeah, well, Coach Dumsani Mani has done uh, quite a tremendous work since he joined us uh, late November of 2021. I mean, assembled the squad, went through the whole process and also finalising the squad, which was uh, revealed at the you know, the municipality building at the city hall. And ever since then, the boys have always been focused to do well. In terms of our pre-match, we also done well, where we had two warm-up games against Matibas, uh, as well as Southwestern District. And uh, rightfully so, when the first divisions kicked off, we understood what lie in front of us is there's a uh, promotion uh, berth for one of the seven non-franchise teams or one of the teams participating in the first division of the Curry Cup. And the only thing that we require is we need to be on top of the South African log, meaning that you don't have to win the Curry Cup first division or play semis, but after the round robin, you should be number one in order for you to qualify for Premier Curry Cup, which will be entrenched for the next two seasons. And that's our goal. So we set that goal and say, this is our goal, but what's important is how do we knock off the other six teams how do we do that? We make sure we collect as many points that we can in a game and also we don't become complacent. We work hard in order for us to win away as well as home. So we started off by winning away, coming back with the five points. We go to Poland. Poland, we know that you know they are wounded species at this stage. They've lost their first two opening games. They've taken us to series. Now the challenge is also mentally for us is that we're going to be moving from Cape Town, you know, on Friday, taking a drive to Worcester so that we're closer to series and play them and come back with another five points on offer before we face on the border side. If we are to get those three wins in April, we're just halfway where we've set those goals uh, looking into May. So everything is possible. Uh, you know, we've got a very good captain in Garrick Matthews. He's an old great boy. Uh, you know, good leadership skills, can run the back line, but is also a good motivating uh, you know, factor for the boys and the team. But also, most importantly, we've got a couple of players that have got super rugby experience, pro footing experience, Premier Cup experience. Now, what the team is currently doing is it's putting all those nutrients in one bowl and making sure that they have each other support. They support one another in terms of when the going gets tough, as one could see against the Georgian side who led 22-3 at one stage, but the final game was 25-22. And that for me is what character is about. And that is what resilience is all about. And this team certainly has that. And I think step by step, we know where we want to go to. We know what we face. We know the fixtures. But what we want is we want to win all the points that are on offer on the day and we don't want anything uh, or to give away anything to the opposition that could come and harm us towards the end when the tellies are being counted. We wish you and the team all the best for the rest of the season. EP Rugby CEO Tanda Manana, thank you for joining us today on that weekend feeling. Have a good day. Thank you, Darren, and uh, thanks to the listeners as well. It was a great one. 
That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.